0: welcome 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 to another episode of the artist block podcast i'm your host julian go ahead and like review and rate us everywhere you get your podcast we definitely appreciate you guys listening so on today's episode we have a friend of mine who is a a writer director filmographer photographer This man hustles and works really hard um, This man is ambitious as all get out And I know you guys will love my conversation today With a friend of mine Shaquille Jordan Enjoy the episode guys Yo 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 what's going on What's going on bro how you been I'm good man how you been
1: Man busy
0: busy. I feel you man My bad I was a little bit late I was having some connection issues i nah, you good. Yeah dog but I'm definitely not going to hold you too long. I definitely wanted to get you on the pod so we could kind of chop it up. I definitely wanted to give people, you know, that don't already know you uh, a, a kind of insight on who you are exactly. <laughs> I appreciate it. Of course, man. You're definitely one of the first people I thought of. I was like, all right, I'm to put this podcast together. I was like, I got to get Shaq up here.
2: Oh word.
0: See, Gotta get up. <laughs> You don't like
1: that, yo.
2: <laughs>
1: no, I appreciate, you, though. And I appreciate you for being flexible because I had a day today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all good, man. I definitely understand. I did too. I was running all over the place, so. But I guess that's a director slash writer life for you, man.
1: Let's see. <laughs> I don't know what to call it.
0: It's chaos. That's what it is. That's what is. Really?
2: what
0: Really? Why is that? You said what? I said, why is that? What? I, I, I mean, man, I kind of... I mean, you should know just as an
1: artist. Mm-hmm. You know, just balancing the thing that fuels your passion. I'm not going to call it a job. Yeah. The thing that fuels your passion. Uh, and just, you know, trying to find an energy to still, you know, pour into
0: Yeah, but what were you saying?
1: Yeah, I was saying, oh, you know, it can get crazy, you know, with you, you know, working this full-time job, and at the end of the day, still trying to pour into your passion. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, it's it's definitely tough. But yeah. Just trying to make sure that, you know, you don't give, granted, you're supposed to give 100% at your job, you feel me? Because that's your livelihood, that's your paycheck. But still, at the end of the day, making sure that you give yourself something, you know, especially as a creative. You feel me? And yeah. I know you definitely relate to that.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. It's like finding that balance between your, your regular life and then your creative life. And it's like regular life takes so much out of you a lot of times that you don't really have you feel like you don't really have time for your creative life
1: hold on one minute let me let me switch the peers real quick yeah 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 cuz i don't know what's going on all
0: right what was the last thing you heard me say
1: man uh I was saying how uh basically, you know, your full-time job is your livelihood, and that's what you use to fuel your passion.
2: Yeah. And,
1: you know, of course, you will know about that because you know you're an artist as well.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And like a lot of times it feels like you're the separating it is tough because that the regular life takes so much out of you that it's like sometimes you had them days where it's like i can't i I don't even feel like giving to my creative space Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and um, i'm kind of in that period now you feel me uh granted that you know like you know the the state of the world right now and everything is just in a big crisis Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, you know Literally, as a creative, I feel like I'm waking up every day and I'm fighting for my life. (laughs) I'm fighting for my life while also still trying to pour it to my creative side, making sure that my bills are paid, making sure that, you know, I handle this, making sure that I got this. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also making sure that I keep that creative passion because that's supposed to be my escape. Uh, I tell myself all the time that, you know, Uh, filmmaking photography is supposed to be my escape my happy place not a burden yeah and when it becomes that that's when i kind of need to slow down on life and tap into that creative side more
0: exactly i said this a couple pods ago too i'm like whenever like that's when i know for me when i feel like how you were just saying that's when i know it's time for me to step back Mm -hmm. and it's like all right cool I'm starting to get to that place where this isn't fun right now. Mm-hmm. I got to step back, refocus some things, maybe even take a break for like a week or two and just or a couple days and just and then it's like, all right, cool. Now, let me dive back into it. You know, and w- when I say take a break, it's like, all right, cool. Let me go get around some other creative people.
1: Mm-hmm. No, for real, for real. Um, And that helps a lot. Yeah. While they understand. They know exactly where you're coming from. You feel me? Like I can talk to some of my non-creative friends.
2: Mm-hmm. And they'll
1: be like, well, you know, I mean, work is work. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, you got the weekend coming up. I'm like, yeah, y'all not understanding, yo. Y'all yeah. Not
0: and not- it's like they try their best, but they don't get it. <laughs> they don't
1: get it. They don't get it. They do not get it. Um I had one friend told me, I was just kind of venting a little bit, like yo, like it's been some long weeks at work, yo and I got some, I got some people that you know reached out for a photo shoot, but to be honest, I don't even have the creative space to even come up with a concept.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, bro, was like, I mean, I got to just show up, take their pictures, they pay you, and you leave. And I'm like, no, nah, bro, it don't work like that. That's like, that's not how this goes. <laughs> like, bro, like. I have to show up and show out so they can possibly book me again. Mm-hmm. Because they put these photos out, that's my reputation. And that exactly. can be your business. You feel me? So I'm like, yeah, bro, you're not understanding. You're not understanding.
0: It. Like, it's not as simple as you make it sound.
1: <laughs> yeah. You um, know, even when I was uh, working on my film, Intercession. Uh,
0: Congratulations on that, by the way.
1: Hey, I appreciate it. I
0: appreciate it.
1: Yeah, that project... Took about a year and a half. Ooh. Yeah. And that was like my first kind of big breakout project because I started that project fresh out of film school. Um while working full time.
0: Yeah. Uh nonstop.
1: Yeah. And the crazy part was that um I mean, I'm a guy that, you know, believes in collaboration and teaming up with other creatives. Yeah. but I knew with this project, I had to kind of take that leap of faith because this was kind of, all right, I got my degree in film. I don't learn something. So, I right, what am I going to do with it? You feel
2: mm-hmm.
1: me? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a big team together. I want this person. I want this person. Then you know I kind of started to get realistic, like yo, this stuff gonna cost. These people ain't gonna work uh-huh. for
0: free. You mess around and look around and it's just you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's what happened. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna to have to do every single responsibility in this project so I could first of all get my experience in it. Yeah. Because you know, we're in Virginia, we need 75, and film really it's not really big down here. No. Nah. So instead of me, you know, venturing out for some opportunities, I just you know, I just Made my own opportunity.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and just for that project, I took on every single role.
0: A lot of sleepless nights on that one. <laughs>
1: Bro, I... How could I say this? <laughs> I was a whole lunatic for that whole year and a half, yo. A I- whole <laughs>
0: i know exactly what you mean when you say that
1: <laughs> like bro like i was like granted you know it was good that's i was i was in my creative space but of course you know when you're in that creative space and trying to get things done mm-hmm. that can drive you crazy you feel yep. me especially when you get that creative block that's the um, worst yeah like i wrote the film but i was smart enough to be like you know what i need a co-writer yeah got a co-writer cool we teamed up with that i was like all right it's a, it's, it's more things that need to be done i need some producers i need someone to shoot it. i'm like nah i need to learn every single element of filmmaking so the next project i make i can tell people exactly how to do it because i know how to do it already i can mm-hmm. say that yeah, i did every single duty in this project so now this is what i expect from you yeah you feel me uh but yeah bro like it was a lot of sleepless nights a lot of early mornings Mm -hmm. a lot of naps at work
0: (laughs) yep (laughs) Uh, so i was in that i was in that same i was in that same space um matter of fact i think you were there my last show yep yep you were there so that show was crazy like Uh, Like you said, I I was a lunatic about it. Like it got to the point. My mom is like calling my other family members to come check on me Mm -hmm. to see if I'm okay, because I'm working a full-time job coming home and then working till like two, three o'clock in the morning and got to get right back up at seven. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing that. Like you said, for like a year straight, nonstop. And it's like, it was so crazy because that show made me realize, like, dog, I can't do this like that no more. <laughs> like, uh, I can't. waking
1: it real quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't do it like that no more. Like, like my mom, it was crazy. My parents really thought something was wrong with me. I was like, no, but y'all don't understand the zone that I'm in right now. When, like, you don't understand the zone that I'm in right now. And also, it's like, like you said, it's just me. I don't have anyone else to really lean on to take some of this off. So it's like, yo, I all I had to do, all I could do was set deadlines. And then it's like, all right, well, I got four months to finish 15 pieces of artwork, you know, or and put an entire show together. So it's one of those things. But I guess like my question would be, with i'm 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 assuming at this point you're working already on your next project but like or whenever you decide to how how much or how difficult or easy would it be for you to let go of all those responsibilities knowing that you kind of know what you're doing now and it's like i can maneuver this on my own a little bit
1: (laughs) uh I would definitely say I lived and I learned. <laughs> um, I would probably never do that again. <laughs> um, like, bro, like I, I don't regret doing that.
2: You yeah. know,
1: it was tough, but I definitely appreciated the pro the process of it, mm-hmm. uh, um, especially on premiere night, because um, I set up the whole premiere by myself as well. Whew. Yeah, yeah, I set up the whole premiere. So basically, it was the the pre-production, writing the script, you know, casting, table reads, meeting with the cast and crew, finding locations, all that. They were actually shooting me, sending out schedules, call sheets, going over lines, actually, you know, shooting those different weekends. And then the part that ate me up the most What's the editing part?
2: Ooh.
1: <laughs> I, I would never do that again by myself. I would never do that again by myself. Uh, and like I said, I wanted to do that because I wanted to say, yes, I have edited a film. Mm-hmm. So now I can tell the next person that I decide to work with, like, look, I did this. So now I know how to do it. So I can tell you how I want you to do it. Because yep. I don't believe in, you know, telling somebody how to do something if you don't know how to do it. You feel me? Exactly. So, but yeah, I would never do that again. Uh, longest process ever. Computer crashing. Computer freezing. You're on a computer for hours. and Nah, bro. Nah.
0: You got to have hard drives for your hard drives.
1: Hard drives. A whole bunch of memory cards. Color grading. Mm-hmm. I'm like... I'm already exhausted from just wrapping up the film. So yeah, I'm like yo. So yeah, uh, and then just the marketing piece of everything—that's probably the part I enjoy the most.
0: That's my favorite part.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the part that I enjoy the most because, granted, you know, I have a marketing background already. So I was like, I was like, I don't need nobody for this. I know how to do this as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, just kind of you know getting people excited. Then. You know, they're like yo, like what's this? Yeah. Like what's this? Like what you got cooking? I'm like, look, just look, cause it's about to be big. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I would definitely for my next project, which is in the works right now. Uh, I did take like a four month hiatus just to rest, yeah. kind of come back down, you know, level headed. Cause you could ask anybody that worked with me on this project, like my casting crew, I would call them especially my assistant director, Lewis, I would call him like two, three AM. Ooh, bro. I'm glad that you answered, but look, I'm up and I got this idea and I need this done by the morning. And look, I give kudos to them because I know that I was a tough cookie. Yeah. I'm a a visionary. I'm a visionary. So when I get the full vision in my head, I call you right now and share it with you.
0: Yep i do the same thing i apologize to anybody i work with on a show or something like that because i'm like yo i apologize right now because once i'm in go mode i'm 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 not stopping
1: yeah 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 and they will look at me like i'm crazy Mm -hmm. like uh we had one thing that happened on uh on set um you know, I had my cash, you know, they were going over their lines and, you know, I was setting up the equipment to shoot. And I just got like this, this, this light bulb just went off. So I went on to it, I was like, yo, I was like, so instead of this line, you say this. And then you're going to follow up with this and you're going to follow up with this. They were like, Shut, how are we supposed to remember that? And you just told us. <laughs> I'm not "Look." sorry but look, just 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 follow me just follow me so of course you know they struggled because i put that on the last minute and i forgot to say uh within this fir- first project um this was basically everyone's first uh experience with film first mm-hmm. time short film first time being on set first time receiving a call sheet first time doing table reads all that yeah So you know they were going through the learning process with me, you know. So and I definitely appreciate them for that because you know they looked at me like I was golden, but whole time I'm looking like I hope I make sense exactly. (laughs) I I hope that they follow me, or yeah, I'm a little confused right now too, but I can't show it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know me, but yeah, that process just as a creative was definitely. life-changing
0: yeah so how was this something that you always wanted to do in terms of like filmmaking did did it start off with like i want to be a writer and it was like all right let's just dive all the way in
1: yeah yeah um yes so uh i've always been into the arts and i tell everybody this same story um when i was younger uh Of course, with my name, Shaquille Jordan. Uh, No, let me add my middle name in it. Shaquille O'Neal Jordan. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, of course, everybody said you got to be a basketball player. You got to do this. You got to be a basketball player. Granted, you know, I enjoyed sports and all that, but I think it was probably around the age of like, I can't even remember what age it was, but I always enjoyed sports, but I also enjoyed the arts as well. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was younger, you know, of course, you know, start off in kindergarten, first grade, you know, with just drawing. I used to always love to draw and then just progressing through school, uh, you start to learn how to write. You start to learn how to, you know, write down your thoughts, your emotions. Learn how to uh, articulate, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started to write stories about my drawings. Mm. Uh huh. And then just progressing through school some more, you know, MySpace was created. You know, MySpace started getting popping and all that. That's when yes. I bought a digital camera. And with that camera, I just love to take pictures of any and every day. I was one of those guys from MySpace that you send to edit your pictures.
0: Oh, you were that guy. Oh,
1: that guy. I was that guy. So uh, that's when you know, I grew in a love for photography. Yeah. Um, so just, just combining all of those elements, you know, I was like, yo, like, I really love the arts, but what do I want to do with it? I was like, yo, I like movies. Like, I can really make some movies off the things that I write, things that I draw, yeah, and all that. Uh, so, like, my senior year, I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to go to college. But this is a fun fact. I wanted to go to college to be a crime scene investigator.
0: <laughs> oh, shoot.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I was a criminal justice major my first year at Virginia State. My first semester at Virginia State. Uh... And yeah, I took my first law class. I was like, nah, this ain't that I'm a creative. that <laughs> to the arts. You feel me? So, you know, I switched my uh, major to uh, communications. So I was like, okay, this is a smart move because, you know, I can use the arts. But communications is also, I would call it the business side of the arts.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, so since then, I kind of just took that and ran with it. I'm like, yeah, I want to make movies and TV shows yeah so and that's where i ended up now
0: man that's so what was there was there a specific how do i put this all right so is there a specific like directorial style that you like of like specific directors or any like just just inspiration of people that you might draw from or like certain movies you saw where you're like oh I like how this was shot or
1: yeah um so I would definitely say um my next project that's coming up
2: Mm -hmm.
1: uh Jordan Peele Ah. is definitely one of my biggest inspirations for this um Because my last uh, film project, Intercession, it's like a faith-based drama film. Yeah. Um, And that's just because, you know, I I wanted to create something beautiful, something that will inspire people, something that will teach people.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But in my career as a filmmaker, I want to be well versatile. And I want to create a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, So with this next project, I don't want to talk too much about it. Of course, of course. Uh, But, uh, it's going to be a horror film. And just kind of watching Jordan Peele just come out the
0: gate swinging. Yeah, he's like two for two right now.
1: Yeah. I'm like, yo, like this man is dope. Like his mind.
0: Yeah, like, it's, wow. it's crazy.
1: I, I just sat down and like watch, you know, his films. I'm like, I don't want to, you know, steal his style, but this is—I see where he's going with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see the horror expert. I see that that cinema storyteller, and I see him telling these black stories. Yeah, and that's what I want to do. Gotcha. That's what I want to do so. Uh, he's definitely one of my inspirations now. Um, and honestly, that's. That's oh, can't forget Spike Lee. Yeah,
0: one of the goats.
1: <laughs> Spike Lee. Can't forget him. Definitely one of my uh, biggest inspirations just with his style of film. Uh he really showcases that that black hip hop culture within his projects.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's one thing I can't appreciate. Uh, because you know, when some people, I'm not gonna say everybody, when some people think of hip-hop, they think of guns, violence, you know. Yeah but he really got that rich hip-hop culture that where it comes from how it makes you feel you know the fashion the you know like that overall swag of hip-hop
0: yeah i've always appreciated it and been a fan because in majority of his films he gives you that history within the movie even if it's breaking the fourth wall he's just like yeah you need to know this right now
1: yeah yeah it's almost like uh it's almost like in his in his projects he's telling you you got the wrong perspective overall perception of hip-hop culture of black culture yeah you know like i want you to look at it like this it's not only this so come over here and look at it like this Mm -hmm. uh but yeah i would say they're my top two inspirations you feel me yeah
0: yeah I love it. I love it. Like so So how how long at this point what well, you did say it took you over a year to do the last project. Yeah. Do you think it'll take um possibly close to the same time to do this one? Are you more into or do you look into kind of what Spike Lee might do or to another extent like what Tyler Perry might do and use like reoccurring characters not well not characters but like the same cast of people mm-hmm. stuff yeah. like that like how Spike will use Sam Jackson and all these movies or stuff like that
1: mm-hmm. um yes and no yeah um and I'm gonna give a special shout out to my intercession cast because uh, like I shared with them, I said, this isn't just my project, this is y'all project too. Mm-hmm. Basically y'all are the start the foundation of my filmmaking career. So I'm gonna, of course, you know, hold y'all close and make sure that I push y'all to y'all full potential. You feel me? Uh, So I would definitely, you know, use them again uh, with whatever future projects I see them fit in. Um. And as far as timeframe, it will probably take me another year and a half. Yeah. And that's just because now, like I told you, I'm not doing this by myself no more. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I'm going to have a team behind me. And with the team, you have to make sure that everyone is on one accord. Yeah. Feel me? Uh, And now that I have kind of got my feet wet
2: with Mm -hmm. this,
1: I know what I'm doing. But I also want to take time to kind of look at my mistakes. Yeah. What what I did, you know, then that I don't want to do now. Uh so yeah, I'm definitely gonna pace myself. And that's you know, gonna take about a year, year and a half. And I'm okay with that.
0: Gotcha. You. Oh, you were talking about uh like the cast and then like you were saying like the time frame and everything for your movie.
1: Uh Definitely would use the same cast for some future projects just because you know they are my foundation. Uh, they uh, they stuck with me even when I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But they, they looked at me like, you know, he got it all together, you know what he's doing. But deep down, I'm like,
0: panicking I'm this right now.
1: <laughs> uh, so, no, I definitely uh, appreciate them. Uh, just, you know, their work and their patience. So uh, wherever, you know, I go, they go.
0: Yeah. So I've always wanted to know, and you're the only, uh, I guess, filmographer would be a word I could use. Uh, you're the only one I know. So I've always wondered, how does the casting and, like, audition part go? Like, do you have when you're writing like you wrote the last film? So like when you're writing that, do you have specific people in mind for specific roles or are like how does that work?
1: Yeah. Um when I'm writing I don't I just I create these characters in my head. You know Mm -hmm. uh when it's time for casting. That's when I think, okay, you know, what do I want these people to look like? Do I want this girl to have short hair? Do I want to have her? Do I want her to have long hair? Do I want her to be dark skin, light skin, fair skin? Uh, that's when I kind of come up with uh, the appearance of, you know, the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when casting, I uh, I list those things. So if you fit that description, that's why headshots are important. Ah. If you fit that description, you know, that's where, you know, you'll be able to, you know, go through the casting process and whatnot. Uh, With this project, uh, I kind of handpicked people.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: I was on Facebook. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a casting call. So I put out something on Facebook. Uh, I knew what type of people I want. I knew what I wanted them to look like. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is my first project. Whoever, you know, want to be a part of it, they can be a part of it. Uh, but, it, you know, there were people, you know, interested in all of that. But I was like, eh. I was like, you know what? I'll be better off handpicking these people. So uh, I had my eye on certain people. Uh, like, my two uh, main characters, uh, I had my eye on them for a while because uh, my first main character, he's done, he's done, like, uh, you know, plays, he's into theater, all that. So I'm like, okay. And then the other way, you know, I, I saw a recent project of him on YouTube. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to reach out to them, you know, just present the opportunity to them and yeah. we'll see how it goes. They agreed. They were excited. Boom. All right. So I had another character that uh, she reached out to me. And me doing my research, I'm like, let me check out her Instagram. I'm like, yeah. Like this, this is her. All right. You on board. And then uh, I had maybe two more that I actually casted. Uh, But basically everyone else was kind of handpicked. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's just because I don't know. I just I saw something. Yeah. I saw something in them. And when everybody kind of like got together and we were going through the scenes in the back of my head, I'm like, Shaq, you're a genius, though. Why is everyone meshing <laughs> so well together, yo? But uh well, yeah, that's usually how the process goes. You can either handpick mm-hmm. or you know, you could put out a casting call with a certain, you know, criteria, you know, 40 to 50 years old, long hair, uh you know, five ten or taller, you know, just those things.
0: So like what what how do you how do you pivot if you don't find the person you're looking for? Or you find the person that has the look but not the acting ability.
1: If they have the look, I would try to coach them as much as possible. Yeah. As much as possible. Um, If that's not working out, I will honestly go to the next best person. Uh, They may not have, you know, the look, but they have the acting ability. So I would try to kind of, you know, work with that person. Mm
2: -hmm. Because,
1: you know, as an artist, sometimes you just got to wing it. Yeah, you gotta wing it and then turn that nothing into
2: something.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's something that I would do. I haven't okay. ran into that yet, yeah. I'm sure I will, but that's pretty much how I would kind of carry that. You know, you just don't wanna oh no, oh, next, yeah, <laughs> like, you don't want to do that, like you really wanna, you know. Yeah, because i believe in you know giving people opportunities you feel me especially here in the hampton roads area the 757 like you know we gotta look out for each other it's so much talent here you feel me
0: exactly so yeah so like would you say and and like you say you haven't run into it yet but would you prefer the look over the ability Or would it be like you'll make certain exceptions and adjust around someone's level of ability? Because, like, if someone comes in with, like, I don't know, uh, a Viola Davis level ability, but they don't have the look of your character, would you adjust around that? It depends. (laughs) It depends.
1: It depends. Because. If you could wow me, as a creator, as a visionary, as a writer, I'm going to carry as, you don't fit my part, but you could bring something to this story. So I'm going to make something work so you end this project. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's an exception I would, you know, use. Okay. Uh but other than that, you know, I'll still kind of, you know, be on the search. I like feel to you. That wow me for me to be like, you know what? I'm gonna write a part just for you.
2: Ooh.
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. So take me through, if you don't mind, what is the average day on set? Because I didn't, and don't judge me. I didn't know this until maybe like five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. That they shoot movies out of order. I always used to believe that they shot the movie in order, like how you see it on screen or how it was written. I'm like, yeah. they don't do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, The average day on set. So let me speak from a different perspective.
0: Okay.
1: Um, before I had my own uh, film project, uh, I was working on you know different projects with different people, uh, and every set is different. Yeah, every set is different. You know, some sets are laid back, chill, productive. Some sets can be crazy hectic. We don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's stressful you know uh, so I would say an average day on my set is uh, it depends it depends okay. you can relate what I'm about to say I'm an artist and I'm crazy
0: <laughs> So I know, I know what I want and I know how so I want it
1: I know what I want I know how I want this day to go and i need it just like this yeah uh so you know one day and this is from experience you know one day i can have a day on set where i'm like all right y'all y'all ready you know let's get it you know we're gonna get through these lines we're gonna gonna stay on time stay on schedule let be good uh you you know you're messing up lines all right cool take your time like let's work through this all right and then you also had those days where you call the cast member, yo, you're 30 minutes late. If we want to shoot in an hour, what, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You will tell a PA, like, yo, why isn't the microphone working? Hey, go down the street to the dollar store, give me some batteries before so and so gets here. Like, it can be mad stressful. Yeah. Uh, especially when uh, you're working in different locations. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, I was also on the producing side of this film, so I had to make sure that you know I book these locations and you know talk to these owners like, hey, you know I need your location from X amount of time to X amount of time, and you know you don't want to you know you don't want to get on their bad side and stay longer, you know than you know than you told them. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, so it can get very stressful when you when you're not done with the scene and time is ticking. Mm-hmm. That's where, you know, Mike turned into a director Zilla. I feel you. And I know you heard the stories about the directors throwing the scripts everywhere. Yeah. And the cussing and fussing. I'm not into all that. Like, I'm real chill. I'm real patient. What? Sometimes
0: you got to assert your authority on this.
1: Sometimes you got to turn up a little bit. Mm hmm Especially when you feel that pressure on you. You feel me? Because time is money. Yeah. Time is money. And you already got enough on you already just as the head honcho in the project. Mm -hmm. Like, nah, we getting through this. I don't care. We here all night. We getting through this. Sometimes that's how you got to carry it. Yeah. You feel me? Uh, So I would say it definitely depends. Um, And um, I try to make it fun. Uh, of course, you know, when that camera turns on, you, you can definitely feel that pressure as a, a actor. You can definitely feel that pressure and you're messing up lines and you think that the director is getting frustrated with you. But the whole time, you know, it's like, all right, just breathe. Like, you good. you good. good. Uh, so, like I said, it, it definitely depends. You know, you can have your good days when, you know, it's chill. It's very motivating, you know very uh uplifting Mm -hmm. uh, very subtle you know and then you have those days where everybody is running everywhere stuff is breaking uh and just shooting during the pandemic you know COVID outbreaks yeah uh you know i remember one location i had they actually lost their license oh yeah so i had to find a whole different location They make sure that, you know, that same day that I want to shoot that, you know, everyone's schedules lock in, you know, so you can definitely have those days where you're like, yo, this, this is, this ain't it. Yeah. But you just, you got to always see the bigger picture.
0: Okay. Cause, and I, like I said, I ask these questions because I don't know much about that world, your world. And I only know as much as what I see on like tv or youtube or something like that and like 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 i said the the sets look like it's it's wild to me how you guys put things together Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and so like other other question i had was like what what type of what type of director are you are you like the when it comes to the script so like I've heard stories like like I saw uh, Jamie Foxx talk about uh, when he was doing Django, mm-hmm. and he improvised a line and mm-hmm. Tarantino lost his mind. Mm-hmm. And it was like he was like, no, read the script. I wrote the script the way the script is. I don't need you improvising. Yes. And then you got some directors that are like, yo, improvising is cool. Like it, it helps the flow better because yes. if it feels more natural to you, then just do that.
1: Um, or are thinking, you
0: somewhere in between?
1: <laughs> well, I'm somewhere in between because the way I wrote it, that's how I want it. Yeah, and I expect you to deliver it. But at the same time, I'm all about meeting you halfway. Okay, especially if you're really struggling, and I'm trying to pour, I'm, I'm trying to pull something out of you. So it's like, you know what? Okay. This this line is messing him up every time, so you know what? Let's improvise that, but make sure at the end of you improvising, you hit the rest of the lines, cause that's what I need. Mm -hmm. You know, so like I'll I'll meet you halfway, but at the same time, don't count on it all the time.
0: I feel you.
2: Feel me?
1: Yeah. So yeah, like I'm pretty flexible.
0: Okay, cause some of those lines are necessary. You can't be out here winging it
1: yeah like you know it makes it makes the story so you can't be you know making up your own stuff and it's not messing with the story because yeah. i wrote it a certain way
0: yeah so yeah. do you have like editor well i'm i'm assuming well you just said you it was pretty much just you but like editors or people that just in general that you may be like hey here's the script i just finished it Mm -hmm. which leads kind of leads to my other question how long did it take you to finish the script the script alone
2: okay
0: because like i've seen i like i said i only go by what i see off like youtube or tv like i've i've seen scripts like scripts are huge like that's a that's a a textbook worth of lines yeah yeah and then it's like it's crazy to see how scripts are even written in general it, so it's like, how long did the script itself take?
1: So, interception that particular script was my master thesis in film school. A lot of people know that. Oh, master thesis, uh, and due to you know the pandemic and you know, school being online now, virtual. I couldn't do, you know, anything with it. Uh, But that's besides the point. Um, It took me about a year to write and finalize the script Uh, because I'm the type of writer that writes from experience that emotion um so of course as an artist you know when you're trying to channel something into a visual element you really got to kind of dive deep down in in yourself and kind of you know pull those emotions out yeah uh so that took a while because like i said it's intercession was a film that i wrote When I was in a stage of life where I felt like I was giving and giving and giving and giving, then when I needed someone to give to me, I wasn't getting that. Mm -hmm. But I was still giving and giving and giving. And that started to, like, you know, wear down on me. And I believe in, you know, I don't believe in sitting in your emotions, sitting in your darkness. So I was like, I got to I don't like this feeling. I don't want to, you know be bitter towards anybody, how can I get this message across without bashing anybody? Because I'm pretty sure someone else may go, maybe going through the same thing that I'm going through. Yeah. So I started writing about it. Uh, and when I wrote about it, it was just a story. It wasn't in script, it was just a story. Uh, then I was like, okay. I need to put some characters to this. Because the first time I wrote it, it was from my perspective. Uh, Then I'm like, okay, let me add some characters. Let me switch around the story a little bit. So then I had to start from, you know, the character development. What I want this character to be. What I want this character to be. You know, what I want this character to go through. What's their story.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, What's their personality. Um, So yeah, just going through just... The emotional part, and then breaking it down some more to you know the characters, and then breaking it breaking it down to more to you know what are the characters going to be in this story? Yeah, then actually taking that story and putting it all into a script. Uh that's why I had a co-writer because I knew that I would be taking on these other responsibilities within the production. Yeah, like yeah, like. I'm writing this thing, but I need someone that's going to pick up from where I left off. Yeah. And she did it just like that. I t- I told her my concept, how I want the mood to be. She took that, ran with it. Feel me? So yeah. Yeah. That's the the process took me about a uh about a good year.
0: Man, I don't <sighs> whew. That is not for everybody <laughs> The film industry Is not That's some work man Especially When it's Like you said Mainly you carrying The load of everything Yeah so, it,
1: If you love it You feel me It, mm-hmm. it can be easy at times i going to say all the time It can be yeah. easy at times But most of the time It was hard
0: yeah yeah of course
1: so yeah it it was just that driven factor of i'm seeing the bigger picture and i I know exactly how this is going to turn out
0: yeah so do you have like um i don't want to say like an ultimate goal but like any any future goals of like oh well i want to create something and I want it to be shown at Sundance or I yeah. want to sell scripts to specific production companies or something like that. Or I want to go completely independent, start my own company and build yeah, yeah, from yeah. there or get by other people's scripts and create their films.
1: Yeah. Um. So my overall goal is to have my own production company. Um. I want to be the head hunter. I, I want, you know, I want writers to come to me like, hey, I have this script and I want you to produce it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, I also want to, you know, produce my own projects within my own production studio. Yeah. Uh, and direct my own projects. Um, and just with my communications and marketing background, I basically how can I say it? I I basically match up with every element in filmmaking. Um. So i So I told myself like, you know, why not? You know, try to be the head honcho. Uh, granted, you know. I'm definitely humble enough to be like, you know what? I want to work for somebody. I want to work under somebody. Mm-hmm. But my biggest goal is for me to be sitting in my production studio, meeting with the writers, meeting with producers. And they're coming to me about scripts. You know, they will produce TV shows. They want, you know, they're pitching things to me. You know, yeah. that's where I see myself. Um, but right now, you know, I'm just continuing to, you know, do these independent projects. Yeah. And, and like I said, this time around, I'm going to be more on the collaborative side. Uh, I want to find more like-minded people that, you know, have that hustle mentality. Yeah. Because when it comes to film, you got to hustle. You, you got to hustle. You got to hustle because if you don't, you will end up with a video. Not a film, a video. Yeah. You feel me. So uh yeah, I hope that answers
0: the question. Oh for sure. Does do you do you feel that with the the path you're taking or the 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 journey you're kind of you're venturing on in filmmaking and production, do you feel like that'll not and not in a negative sense, but do you feel like that'll cause you to be like, all right, cool, it's time for me to leave VA. Um, Or have you even thought about that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I I like to talk about this because I've been hearing this since I was even intrigued with just the art of film and photography. and Let's just say Hollywood.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, I... And maybe you can relate to this, but uh, I will always get told, "Oh, no, you need to move to Atlanta."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, you know, that's where it went down there, and it, you like you can get all those opportunities down there. No, you need to move to LA.
2: Yeah. And don't
1: get me wrong. If I get a big opportunity, yes, I will pack up all my stuff and move. Yeah. I, I see something in the VA. I see something in the seven five, uh, and that's just because Atlanta is getting overcrowded, and people are going there to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. If there's fifteen filmmakers in each of the seven cities, and they're like, "Yo, I need to, I need, to, I need to, like, I need, I need to really get an opportunity. I'm gonna go to Atlanta." And all fifteen of those filmmakers in these different cities go. Don't you think it's still going to be competitive? Exactly. So everyone is so big on leaving to go to the big spots.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And my mind is okay. Where's going to be the next big spot? Yeah. You know, uh, that's why I have so much love for you know the seven five. Because yeah. The 75 is, it's a jewel. It's a jewel that, you know, people sleep on. Yeah. Uh, and I honestly believe, I honestly believe that we are going to be next up. We're going to be next up. I, I see it. I see it. Uh, and this, this many spots, like uh, Charlotte, when it comes to, you know, just the arts, I feel like that area is going to be big uh raleigh. It's,
0: yeah it's huge raleigh. down there i was just down there last week yeah. it's yeah charlotte's a hot spot man and it's mm-hmm. it's still kind of under the radar
1: yep yep raleigh dorm i'm on looking at those spots like yo like it's too quiet down here and y'all got too much space this might be a hot spot soon yeah so my plan is to get to the hot spots before they even turn into hot spots
0: yeah, because a lot of people are going to these places. Like, I mean, it's been the LA dream, and LA kind of sells people. Uh, uh, well, I wouldn't say LA, but Hollywood sells people on that. And Atlanta's kind of turning into that involuntarily, where Black it's Hollywood. like, yeah. And it's like, it's like, yeah, oh, well, I'm going to just move to LA mm-hmm. with no plan or anything at all. And it's like, that's not how that works. Yeah. It's like, and then you're just going to go out there and just be a number because yeah, literally, literally everyone else out there is doing the same thing.
1: Yeah, and don't get me wrong. If you have moved to, you know, these cities and yeah. like made a living for yourself, kudos to you. Yeah. Kudos to you for, you know, taking, taking that, you know, that leap of faith and, you know, actually doing it. Yeah. Uh, I'm a strategic thinker. I'm a mm-hmm. deep thinker. I overthink. <laughs> I'm like, yo, if I decide I want to quit my job and move to LA tomorrow, that means that I'm gonna be living in somebody's closet. Yep. And how am I gonna eat? And how long is it gonna take for me to get a job? And gas all high. Cost of
0: living on the West Coast is mad
1: high. I'm complaining about prices over here. If I get over there, I'm gonna struggle, but I have this dream. I I want to be on Red carpet. I want to do this, but Do I really want to go through all that? Do I really am I really being realistic right now? Yeah, like I said, I take nothing from no one that has done this, took that leap of faith, and just did it. Kudos to y'all,
0: but that and that, but that's the thing that some people fail to realize. I'm not gonna say all people, some people fail to realize your leap of faith still has to be strategic, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like sometimes just jumping out there you're going to fall flat on your face (laughs) if you don't think about it. Like, you have to think about it. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, man, I feel you 100% on that because, like you said, this area is definitely a hot spot. I feel like there could be a lot more cohesive organization between all the creatives in the area and especially the ones that really got the bread and can and then really make stuff shake around here Mm -hmm. if it was a like if there was more cohesiveness within the creative space Mm -hmm. then i think it could really take off but i'm definitely all hopeful for anything creative coming out of virginia
1: yeah definitely definitely because we
0: don't we don't miss like we really don't
1: virginia doesn't miss we don't and like I said, I don't met so many heavy hitters Down here Where I'm like, yo Like, you gonna, you gonna be somebody yeah. And I hope that you take me with you Or remember me, exactly. you, you feel me?
0: Exactly
1: You know, so, like but To be honest, you You, <laughs> like, yo <laughs> Yo, like, I remember going, like, to your art show And I'm like How he you do this? Like I've been talking about painting. Granted, you know, I do a little bit of painting back in the day. Like, how he take this blank canvas canvas and just <sighs> what?
0: Bro, I don't I, even I don't even know half the sound.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like I said, we're limited. It's it's all good.
0: Yeah, like it's it's and I'm I'm not gonna hold you much longer, bro, but it's 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 scary sometimes because it's like and people who aren't creative don't really understand this but the people who are creative get it mm-hmm. when you're in something you don't realize what you're creating until you put it down and step back and look at it and then you're like yo i just did that yeah. like and not even and of course it's okay to have a little bit of ego about it because it's like you worked hard on it and it's like like i'm working on some stuff now and i'm looking at it and it's artistically it's a completely different style look and feel than some of my stuff that i have now Mm -hmm. and i'm looking at it and i'm excited like i'm like oh oh this finna this is about to go like this finna go to another level and i'm like yeah it's getting scary and i can't wait like
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like you're in your element.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when you're in your element, you, you're in your element. Like nothing else matters. Yep. You don't hear nothing else. You don't see nothing else. It's just, I wouldn't even call it tunnel vision. It's just and I can just speak from me right now. I don't know if you feel the same way, but it's like you're like in a trance almost. Like you're hypnotized, mm-hmm. and then when you kind of you know start to feel that exhaustion a little bit, like okay, I need a break, and you kind of snap back into it, and you look back at what you did. Yeah, like, you're like, yo, oh, this is about to be some fire.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It's 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 one of the best feelings ever, because you're just like, I it 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 makes me more eager. Mm-hmm. to create it even more mm-hmm. like after i record this part i'm gonna go hop back to this canvas and get back to work because it's, and it's crazy because it's like i can see it in my peripheral right now so it's uh-huh. like i keep glancing at it, I'm like oh i can't wait to work on this part and then do this and then i'm gonna do this oh, man i'll be sitting at work doing that stuff
1: no same same mm-hmm. i I'm not
0: paying attention at my job. I'm focused on my work.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, whole time. Like, you know, I could be and you know, I work in communications and marketing currently. Mm-hmm. And I have a film idea, like, you know what? I right, let me just jot this down real quick and just leave it. Yeah. i look at the clock whole time. I've been on it for a good two hours. Yep. Oh like, wait, hold on, but I got something today, and yep. that's all that matters.
0: Yep, I got a notebook because I work I work from home. I got a notebook sitting right at my desk that I write all my ideas in. Mm-hmm. I got that or I'm on my notes on my phone. Mm-hmm. Just full of ideas.
1: Yeah, the notes app.
0: Yes. Yes. But look, bro, I'm not going to hold you too much longer. We about, we about out of time here. But I just want to say I appreciate you so much for hopping on the pod with me. It really means a lot that you were able to take time out of your busy day to come come chop it up with me i really appreciate it man
1: yeah i appreciate you
0: yes sir so i'm gonna definitely get with you and i'm gonna send you i got a show coming up in september so um i mean
2: yeah
0: yeah so uh, i'm gonna hit you with the details on that soon but to everybody out there listening y'all know what it is go to therapy drinks and water i'm gonna talk to y'all later see you